0: We're on page Kuv Chavav, and I'm finishing this parak Antfila, and it's one of the things that Hashem does for us many, many times, and it's a good sermon, that it came out, that it comes out, that that what we're going to learn right now applies all of our, we've been learning to, to, to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the whole Indian of leaving Mitzrayim, and what that means in Avaris Hashem, and, and how it's part of our davening. That's what davening is. So, it's a beautiful Ashkocha On the bottom, and Karosika. Karosika. There's a very big argument among the Rishayinim regarding the question of whether or not the obligation to Davin every day whether – that, whether that obligation is from the Torah or it's not from the Torah. Is it Midiraisa? Is it a Torah obligation? Or is it Midirabonin? It's a very big argument. It's well known as an argument between the Rambam and the Ramban, although it's not so posh the Ramban. Ha- he certainly does disagree in a certain way, but it's not so clear as far as the conclusion. Nevertheless. It's famous as a machlokus, the Rambam and the Ramban. According to the Rambam, a person is chayv, is obligated from the Torah to daven every single day. It doesn't say what to daven, how much to daven, but to daven every day. the ace sorrow. The Ramban seems to hold. That the only time that one is high from the Torah to, to Daven is when, God forbid, there's an eis Sovereign, some calamity or difficulty. God forbid, we're surrounded by an enemy, there's no rain, and so on and so forth. Then, we're obligated to meet the from the Torah to Daven. But on a regular day, on a regular day, the Ramban would say that a person is not high from the Torah to Daven, The chachaman. Mid ramban one is chayav to daven. So the institution of davening is a regular on a regular basis. According to the ramban, is rabbinic in origin. According to the rambam, mid raya so la avda of avchem he learns the gemara in tanis that la avda ezu he avoides b'leiv zu tefila. But the Torah says to serve God with all of your heart. What does it mean to serve God with your heart? The gemara says davening tefila so the Rambam holds the davenings of the Raisa every day. It's a famous machlokis. Fursum. It's also well known. Shakol Pam Brisk Zatzal. That whenever somebody would go into the Briskerov, and that person would, would tell the Rav about some misfortune that he had, some sorrow, God forbid, that this Jew had. And he would go in and he would go to tell the briskirav about his sorrows. Shuvos haisa beloshon shel tefillah. The briskirav would always answer in the language of Davin. He would always answer with a tefillah. He didn't respond. His response was not immediately with discussing the matter. But his response was with a tefillah. Whatever that tefillah was. With a, he wrote some, with a tefillah. With davening. And he was asked about that in, in his Briz Atzmai, and the Brizkov explained why does he do that. Now you know, the Brizkov, as it's well known, it's famous, that everything with the Brizkov is halacha. There wasn't anything that was a matter of his own personal agenda or personal feeling. He lived every second of his life with that question of what does the halacha, what does halacha want of me right now? What am I supposed to do? So he explained, for his that the reason that he always responds to that person's to hearing of another Jew's sorrows. He responds with tefillah, with davening, is because this is the view of the Ramban. Should be that whenever there's an Ace sorrow God forbid that comes to your attention. And he learns not just a public ace, a public difficulty or calamity, but even a, even a private and personal sorrow, such as a Jew coming and telling the Bruskarov, God forbid someone is sick, or they have no money, or whatever it might be, that the appropriate response according to Halachi is Tfidel. Because according to Ramban, when there's a sorrow, then the responsibility, Midereiser, from the Torah to Davin, kicks in. When there's a sorrow. So the Bruskarov would hear a sorrow from a Jew. So he would he would write away dav. And it's not he's not only the person who's having the sorrows, but the upon hearing of another person's sorrows. The response, according to Allah, is tvila. You can talk about it later, you can discuss it, but the response is tvila. There's a mitzvah Imke. Okay. If so, B'chol tzara v'tzara le'olah That whenever the B'iskarav Whenever the B'iskarav would hear Of a tzara That a Jew had tzaras Whenever he was told about that Mutalav chiv He felt His understanding of the Ramban was That he is obligated to die Doesn't have to be More than a, more than a, a minute But that there's a chiv of tfilah. Doesn't mean to say specific words. Doesn't mean you have to say Shemun but you have to, you have to Davin. Therefore, when he would answer or he would respond to this person who told him the story of his sorrows, he would talk in a way a tefilah. would come out from his mouth a tefilah, <laughs> davening. Kol What this teaches us, what we see from this with the Briskerov, is that Lomal Haravmi Brisk, Sara, the Briskerov obviously understood that Sara, Sara doesn't only mean when there's some huge national disaster, uh, a war, or earthquake, or a hurricane, khalilah. It's not... She is Rab. That's of course it's Rab. Many, many people are, are suffering. Or yachid Gedolo, or even some something where a person is dying or something horrible. The brisk chaiba khol The lived in that way of understanding that difficulties in life are called tsaris. For one for, for, for one person it could be Kasa Shalom something serious. For another person, that might not be as serious compared to his tsaras, but that's not the point. The point is it's a tsar. He's having a difficulty. Somebody's having, uh, y- 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 for that person, it's a tzara, So then, by the Biskorov, that really qualifies as an ace tzara, and the correct response to a tzara is tefillah, even for a second, is tefillah. Not just the correct response. The required response of a Jew is tefillah. So, he, so the Bishkarav lived all of the time in that readiness to daven. You remember we were learning last time about the saying of Rabbi Yonchen in the Gemara, Levi, that a person should daven all day long. She said it can't be a simple pshat that supposed to be having a siddha and davening all day long. So the Bishkarav lived with that understanding that life in this world is, is, uh, is filled with sorrows. No, it's filled with So It doesn't have to be, God forbid, life-threatening, but it's, life is difficult. And therefore, we understand that It's, it's, it's a, it, it, Mimela, tefillah, is something which is not just three times a day or twice a day. But tefillah is a response to the difficult isn't the realities of life. Which his nephew, Rav Soloveitchik, Rav Yosheber, explained, that uh, on a deeper level there isn't a there really isn't a machlaikas between the rambam and the ramban but the ramban says when the ramban says that davening midereisa from the torah is only when there's a tzara, so the rambam's saying that all of life is a tsara man's being separated from god and being in this world is a ace nice tsara well the Biskorov was saying that that there are actual tsaras in life, and the way to respond is with tefillah. Avi Yesh Kan Nakuda Yisra Hamuka. There's a deeper Nakuda here. It Says in Posik, Min Hametsar Kerashi Kav Anani Bamechavka. Now we all know that Pesach, and that's, that we say that in Hallel. Min Hametsar Kerashi Hashem, I'm calling out to you from this meitzar, from this mokum tzar, this narrow and difficult place that I'm in. Whatever that might be, it could be panossa could be uh, could be God uh, forbid health or shalom bayis, whatever. Because a person has a and when her karasi ka, I'm calling out to you from this narrow and difficult place. And I'm asking you, Anani b'Merchavka, that you should respond to me, you should answer me, b'Merchavka, with with an, a, a wide open expansiveness to free me of this. That's when it doesn't tell me. Is there is there a common meitzar? that you and I, and all of us, share. There was once upon a time that we lived in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, of course, is the word meitzar, meitzar, yam. Mitzrayim is meitzar. Now, everybody has his own meitzarim, his own Minha meitzar. Again, for this person, it's parnasar, this person's shiddah, for this person, his health, whatever. Everybody has his own personal meitzar. Is there a meitzar? That you and I and all of us share in common. So the answer is yes. That's the question. What is the true meitzar, the deepest meitzar that a Jew that a Jew is uh, lives in? So we obviously have to look to Mitzrayim, because Mitzrayim was the meitzar of all of Klal now, this is going to help us understand Pesach on a much deeper level. What is the true Metser that every Jew is in? It's clear, the Torah is telling us that Mitzrayim is the Metser of the Jewish people. And it means that to this day, even though we, even though we left, it's possible for a person, not just possible, It's very likely that as a result of living in this world, that we unfortunately find ourselves in some way back in Mitzrayim. What does that mean? Avon gashmi. Thank God we're not slaves as our ancestors were, physically to be enslaved to Egypt. We don't have that anymore. But now, and even then, the the physical slavery of Egypt was only the result of a much deeper spiritual problem. When Chazal tell us that no slave ever escaped Egypt, until Yitzhak Sassarim, nobody ever escaped. So what does that mean? you think it means physically nobody ever got out of Egypt? They had barbed wire with electricity that nobody ever got out in those days not to be able to escape. No, but all the can tell us, the Ishbetser and Sfassamus, all the can explain that that it was inescapable, you couldn't get out, means that you could possibly get out physically from Egypt but the is sheba, the enslavement of what Egypt is, that of life that a person is in Until Yitzhak Mitzrayim, nobody was able to overcome that. What is that Mitzar? Which now we can overcome, because we left Mitzrayim. And because we left Mitzrayim physically, it means that Hashem freed us also of the deeper spiritual slavery. It means that each and every one of us, as Jews, has the ability to be be free of that Mitzar. And that's what Pesach is all about. That's the avoid of Pesach. So what is this shibud? What is this enslavement of the Ruach? The Inca, the main Shibud, the main enslavement is is Ruchni, is spiritual. Ad Gilui the meitzar of a Jew in the living in this world is when his spiritual sensitivities are so dulled, when he is so enamored by the physical world that he doesn't even sense the presence of God in his life. That's the meitzar, being entrapped in physical life to such a degree that he's like they use the word now, clueless. Doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't feel. Ani Hashem. It's not something which is experienced by him. I am Hashem. Like we say in the Haggadah. That the Geula took place, the redemption took place in such a way where Hashem tells us, as we read in the Haggadah, Malach. I went myself, Hashem says, to take you out. Not an angel. I didn't send an angel. Aniveli Saraf. I didn't send a Sarif. It's another kind of an angel. Aniveli Shaliach. I didn't send messengers on my behalf. Hashem, in all himself, in all his glory. And that's what we say about Haggadah. So, in Mitzrayim, there was revealed, in the heart of each and every one of our ancestors, which means us as well, (inaudible) Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem. That the, the essence of a Jew is Hashem. Ani Hashem. That there's nothing more natural, nothing more obvious to a Jew than Ani Hashem. That's why even the mitzvah of Amunah, the mitzvah of the Torah, where, is the mitzvah, where does the Torah tell us to believe in Hashem? No, where is the mitzvah of believing in Hashem? Who knows? Where is the mitzvah of where do we? Where does the Torah tell to believe in God? Where? Which one? one? Right, the first one. The Seder Hashem right. I'm Hashem Yagad. Isn't it an interesting? Pasik? I'm Hashem your God. How how is it different from other mitzvahs? That Pasik? How how is the how's it different? How is the wording different? Usually. When the Torah tells us a mitzvah, it, 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 how is the mitzvah given to us? In a way of what? A commandment. <laughs> Hashem tells Meir, i tells going go tell the Jews to do this, do this, don't do that. By the first of the Sarsadibus, which is Amunah, the mitzvah of Amunah, the Torah doesn't say, you must believe in God. It just says, I am God. That's, that's not. It's not even the language of a commandment. Right? It's not saying do this or do that. Believe in God. should have said, taminu basher. doesn't it say that. It says, I am God. And from there we have the mitzvah amunah. That's an amazing thing. What does that mean? That means that Amuna is not a commandment like other commandments. Amuna is a matter of not covering that which is already there. It's a statement of fact. I am Hashem your God. That's the Mitzvah of Muna. But the Torah is not telling us to do anything. That's true. The Torah is telling us just to be ourselves. You don't have to do anything. Just don't cover up that reality. Don't slip into Mitzvah. Don't get stuck. Because the natural natural essence of a Jew is Ani Hashem. There is a disagreement among the Rishonim about that. But the Rambam counts it. Now now he's accounted, it, it's the first of all the 613 mitzvahs. The Ramam has number one. Is I am Hashem, your God. It's not written as a commandment, this is fascinating. Because it's not telling us to do anything. So we're asking, so what do you want us to do? You're just telling me that you're God, okay, and I'm and I'm Aisha. And so now what? But that's the reality. To to live with that reality He's the midst of emuna. It's not like I have to create something or do something. I just have to live my natural way of who I am, and not to not to be ma'alim to cover and conceal through the olam, through this world, the natural reality. Ani Hashem, and Hashem took us out of, out of slavery. He took it. In, he took us out in such a way. Ani Hashem. When a person comes into contact with that, with that place inside of himself that's called Ani Hashem, he's free. He's out. When a person is oblivious to that reality, then he's a, then he's a slave. So, it doesn't make a difference. You could have you can live on a, a, on a ranch in, in, in Texas with 4,000 acres. And, and, and you can dra- drive around all day long in your ranch with cars and with buses and who knows what. You can go with an airplane and you're free. But for a Jew, if, if he's not in that place of Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem Acher, Ani Hu Acher. A Baruch then he's a Mitzrayim. That's the Mitzar of a Jew. It's not, but the guy is something else. But that's not his mate. But the mate of the guy is whether he's physically enslaved or not. But with the Jew, he can be free as a bird. But if that's not the reality that you're in, of Ani HaShem, so then, you're, you're, in, you're still in the tribe. That's the mate. That's the biggest sorrow. The biggest sorrow, that's the biggest minah mate, that a Jew has, is not, is not, some, some Egyptian standing over him with a stick to hit him, as horrible as that is. He still could be totally free, because being free is a matter of your own recognition of Ani Hashem. So it's an interesting thing. A person can be free to go everywhere, everywhere he wants, anywhere he wants in the world, but if it's without Hashem. Without that Ami Hashem, then he's, he's a slave to the world. On the other hand, you could have a Jew that's locked up in a cage, God forbid, and the, with, with ten Nazis walking around, and with German shepherds, and with guns, and barbed wire, and the Edison is free. He's free. If he's in that place of Ami Hashem. Because that's what you see since I Coming to that point within ourselves of Ani Hashem, that in effect frees us from all slavery. That's it means that truly free person is one who learns tar. Learning tar means that lives with this with this truth. Until a person comes to that Ani Hashem and it's, it's still even though he lives in New York, or he lives in Eretz he can live he can live by the kaisel maravi, he can live by by uh, Rabbi Shulamaychai's. See, <coughs> at the person, the emis, the b'emes is mitzvah, because that's the maitsar of a Jew. The maitsar of a guy if he doesn't have panasa, doesn't have a ma- he doesn't, he's not married, doesn't have children, doesn't have doesn't have his health. That's the maitsar. Nothing that that's pleasant for Jew either. But that's the are of a guy. But the are of a Jew, the tzara of a Jew is when he's oblivious to that truth of Anishat. Because that's why we were created. As we just read Naftar, this past Shabbos, that the Navi says, Am li. I created this nation. Li, for myself, for me. And their whole existence is to tell the world that I'm God. That's our whole existence. Therefore, redemption does not come after the plague of blood. And not after the frogs. And all the other plagues. When did we actually leave? When when did it end? Our stay in Mitzrayim? By the by the firstborn, by the by the killing of the firstborn. Hashem. Because only then, at the end of all ten makkas, was it clearly revealed in the mind and in the heart of each and every Jew, b'ni you are my firstborn. I'm Zuyat Sa'atili. You're mine. And I'm yours. That became clear that it's Ani Hashem and that's why by Makas because Hashem is brought himself on Kiv Yochel down to Mitzrayim but before that revelation of Ani Hashem even though there were the frogs and there was the blood it was still a matzar of Mitzrayim of Mitzrayim so you understand that a person could be learning Torah his whole life could be keeping Mitzvah his whole life as Schwartz explains and he's still a Mitzrayim if he hasn't, if he doesn't live with that world of Ani even though he's doing all the nice things and all the good things, he's still on the chime. He hasn't left the chime. This is exactly what's going on in the soul of a person. Calls man as long as a person's soul is not in that state of where it's revealed to that person where he feels when it's clear to him I am Hashem in the heart of a person as long as that's not felt and not revealed in your heart I Hashem Kolzman, as long as the person doesn't feel Hashem in that way of, as the Torah describes by Maimon HaSinai, face to face, God spoke to you. Like I, I, I've mentioned over the years, the when he said it in such a way where that if a person when a, when a person says the word, the words, Baruch Atah which we say, all of our bruches. I just said a second ago. Baruch Atah Hashem. If a person doesn't, does not say those words, Kashi Yedabu Yishar as a person would say, speaking to Mamish, his best friend standing next to him, so the cousin Kuznetsamaget says that he hasn't entered into the world of Avadis Hashem. Avamunah Hashem. Baruch Atah Hashem. Baruch He's still far away the cousin. He's still the of He still hasn't celebrated Pesach. Hasn't really been a Pesach, even though he's he's had forty-five pounds of masses and he's had eight kaisers, and uh, whatever else goes along with all of that. He still he hasn't had Pesach because Pesach means. Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem that's when a person's free nothing can rule over that person nothing can cause that person to become depressed or broken at all because the Ani Hashem can never be taken away from you they could take away they could take away your passport they could take away your money they could take away everything else but the Ani Hashem <laughs> that person is close to God, the one who feels that. And he's, he's living in Pesach. But otherwise, if a person, the Kushas says, if a person doesn't, then he's Bedech or Right, right, far. He needs a Pesach Shein. Pesach didn't work for him. The first Pesach didn't, didn't, he didn't get out. He's Bedech or if a person can live by the Kaisal Maravi, you can live by the Kaisal. You were never had the Kaisal. You never saw anything. You never saw, that's not, not that it's the usual thing, but you never saw by the Kaisal people stop walking in the Irish guy, They're dragging around walking next to the Kaisal. You never saw a person's back facing the Kaisal. You never saw, you never saw a schnur going and staring people by the Kaisal the same way they would do in any shul. You never saw, we all saw that. You never saw Narishkei by the Kaisal. You could be you know, a person. A person looks up from the castle and over that wall, is is the place of the kedushkadashim. Can't get. I mean, nowadays you can't get closer than that, and still this person is the derech far away, far away. Because the kotel's said, Unless you could say baruch atah. Those words, and you feel inside of you—it's Kashi Yida BeYisraelu, Panim BePanim Diba Hashem Yemachim. He's still far away. He still didn't make Pesach. It's the whole tachlis, and everything is to take away any itchy bit of chamas that's in the way of a person being able to say Ani Hashem. Har Yanim Sadein BeRama Misiyam Hashem Itzar, BeRama Misiyam Hashem Itzar, because the Itzar of a Jew is not to feel that truth of anyesha. That's the tzorah of a Jew. That's the tzorah. So now we come back to Davin. Now we understand. Now we come back to what Rav Yehudin said, Halavai. a person should be able to daven all day long. So we understand that the Torah's response, as the Ramban explains to us, is that when you're living in a tzorah, that the way to the way to respond to a sorrow is with what? With tefillah, with davening. Every moment, every time, every hour, every moment would tell us al Every moment of life there's really a mitzvah from the Torah to Daven. Why? Because every moment of life is that ace tzorah of of feeling that clarity, feeling that reality slip away, and my and my sorrow of the sorrow that I'm in, that that if I lose that, then I lose everything. If I lose that, then I'm back in its If I can't, if I can't relate to Hashem in such a way of ani Hashem, ani v'lo malach, ani v'lo saraf, ani v'lo yshaliyach, so if I can't feel that, if I can't sense that, it's an ace sorrow. And every moment of life is threatening to take that away, to forget that. Not tsarik We're not talking about about a physical sorrow with health or children or whatever. We're not talking about a tsarik El We're talking about that. Moment to moment sorrow of the nefesh that separated, that feel separated from God, that can't feel that annihashan. That's godless, that's mitzraim, that's the Mihamidsa ka, That a person lives with and struggles with every moment of his life, should be struggling with it. They can say the soul. That the soul is far from the Creator, from the one who made it. That's the tzor. They can make all kinds of public gatherings, when, God forbid there's some. National sorrow, but the place where a person davens every single day of his life in shul. That in shul itself it's not enough of a reason that a person should stay in there and daven. Why? Because for that person, there's no tragedy. He doesn't feel that he's in a maidsar. That he that he that he's grown distant from Hashem. That's the maidsar. That's mahamedsar Ka. Kisha When a person is not yet on this level he's not worthy. He doesn't feel that that's a matesa. He doesn't feel that's missing from his life. He doesn't feel that that Hashem is missing from his life. Why? Because he has what he needs. And when you're a slave, if the if the owner if the owner gave you the owner gave you a decent meal, that day you're happy. You're a happy slave. So, if the goof gives you on that day a nice rib steak and some fries and a, and a good dessert and you got to sleep early, took a nice warm shower and you got to sleep early, so what could be good? You're a happy slave. It's a good day. I you fall asleep, and you lived another day without a second of hiskarvist Hashem's brother. without a second of real, a real feeling of any Hashem. You don't see that as a, sl- a slavery. That's what happens to a slave over time. You become so completely and totally clueless and oblivious that that you, you you're happy for little things like my, the way that my my father told me it was like in concentration camp. That's what it was like. That if that if the, if that day the, the lineup was, was was for was for here, instead of making them stand outside for the, for ten hours in the in this in the snow, it was a good day. It wasn't a good day. It was a great day. And you didn't dream. You weren't dreaming about being anymore like you know <laughs> a, a free person in Herzl Israel. All you dreamt about is the piece of. The lousy piece of bread that they bread, whatever that was, they are going to give you the next morning. And that's what you had for the whole day, the whole thing. That's what you dreamt about. That's what that's what slavery does to a person. It makes you very, very small. It shrinks a person terribly. So a person can have a much better day than a day like that in concentration camp. And with God's help, to have all the food he needs. Even, even to the point where the person says... Uh, which which I've, uh, you know, I, I've spoken to my children about so many times. I have to be careful with saying these things, but, oh, I, I'm so stuffed. I can't eat anymore. It's too much to me. Oh, I feel this. Oh, like, and I've got fat, and I'm sick from all the eating. Like someone is, like, forcing their mouths open and pouring food down and torturing them with, with, with a piece of Google or something. Like, you know, that, that everybody here is worried about dieting, and it's, what's the biggest sorrow? The sorrow is that they're overweight is the tsarist that we're worried about. The tsarist of the having too much and not being able to control ourselves. We can't control ourselves because we're slaves. We're some the slaves. This is the tsarist of a Jew. I'm stuffed. I'm stuffed. I can't eat anymore. Keep past the potatoes. So that's the tsar. How am I going to get into this skirt? How am I going to get into this suit? That's the I, you didn't have a moment of the the whole day. You didn't say a real brach. There, there wasn't even a slight little hergish, a tremor of Ani Hashem in a person. See, he doesn't see that as a sorrow. What happens to a slave? Well, that's what happens to a slave. You begin to settle for You begin to settle for it, as long as you got your, your little piece of, of this world. That's what happens. and you're, you're happy. So you got the little piece of this world. So come on, what else, what else do I need? I even got so much diver hice that I'm so stuffed, I'm never going to eat the rest of my life. And you know very, very well, I'm sure that some of you have known people like this, or maybe you even experienced it yourself. That there are people who walk around this world thinking a, a large part of the day about how how heavy they are, how thin they are, and what they look like and what they don't look like. That's not right. When a person comes to 120 and they add together all the moments and they show what is it that this person had on her mind and his mind this whole life. What's your whole seichel? The, seikh. the seikh is whether it's 110 or it's 112 and carbohydrates and proteins, and and trans fat. I don't even know if there is this. Kid. When I was growing up, they didn't have any. It was just fats. And then, well, this kind of fat is a good fat. It's a bad fat. It works on his whole life looking at packages, which kiddo is mostly the overweight people always doing that. And 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 that's a person's whole mohus. And don't make a mistake. I'm not saying that the person should be careful of forbid. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what a sheba it is, what a slavery. A person's a slave to that, to, to his surah, to, to this pound and that pound and this thing. and and and, he, and, he, and he's walking around thinking Givalt, what's gonna be with me, what's gonna be with me. I don't know what's gonna be with me. And someone's saying, I said, What's the matter? What happened? And I was on the scale, you know what's I know what's gonna be with me, what's gonna be so the person thought that you saying, I don't know what's going to be with me, this is my davening today, uh, my davening today, my learning today, my, uh, I said a word of Lushna her and I, no, what's going to be, what's going to be with me? He said, what? You don't know? So no, what happened, what happened? You don't see, how have a pimple, you didn't see, there's a red spot over here, you didn't see the red spot? Yes, yeah, so, and what's going to be? What's going to be, I'm 25 years old and I still have acne, what's be? so what's going to be with me? This is what we. This is what it means to be a slave. A person is should enslaved. I. What about the are the are of a Jew, is derech vechaika, to be separated from God. Doesn't think about. It. Maybe I'm kipp a little bit. Says I'm them Try to get this over with and get, get to the and get to to Mitzim Kippur and eat and, f- f- and go back to the, after the eating oh yeah I eat too much Mitzim Kippur oh yeah I feel sick it happens all again starts again and Sukkot, how could God give us somebody him, doesn't he know I'm trying to lose weight and you go like that the whole year but between Sukkot and it would be a good time to lose weight it's not anymore like candles and Sukkot, Lulav and everything is said oh, what's going to do to me the yantif. So some of his there's a three day yantif, oh what's that going to do to me not. the said, I gave it to you to, to I gave it to you because it's a way to get close to me and you have people standing on cracks and I uh, can't take a shower for three days like you like you this is the, the sorrow of life can't take a shower for three days and it's already falling apart what's going to be with my hair Someone's going to see my hair so between my weight and my hair and the pimple's if I, if I follow, my whole life is fall that all gets, comes together have <laughs> third day unto <on> and everything. <laughs> Coming together—that's that's the worst day, three days on. So, what else, so it's so, person—that's that that's the that's the sorrow of your life. That's the maidsar, and you say, "Yeah, And what could be the biggest entity of your dealers? that You can eat whatever you want. You don't gain weight. You don't have any pimples. Your hair is always nice. And I'm not making fun of these things. I hope you understand that. I understand these sensitivities. I have six daughters. And I know. What that's about? What I what I'm saying is the shibud to anything of this world that's not Hashem, and and feeling a meitzar, and feeling the the of silly things, of things of this world, and being oblivious to the true Maitsa, which is a heart that doesn't feel the brayishlo. That's the true meitzar. How much does that bother us? How much do we cry out, to Baruch from that maitsa? And how much of the other things are, are really other are made some of our lives? That's what it means to be a slave. It means that it's the, it's the, it's the, this piece of bread, this pimple, this this somebody looked at me the wrong way and somebody didn't say good Shabbos in a nice way or something. The whole life becomes like uh, turned around because of somebody who didn't say good Shabbos. Or said good Shabbos, but used to say good Shabbos, nice. Whatever. But we go like this. You know what the Svaran tells me, Reb says this: that if you're oblivious, sometimes Hashem is brought God forbid, sends you real tsars not that tsar of, of, of a couple of pounds in a pimple. He sends you real tsars to wake you up, to begin to, to begin to look at the world in a different way. To see that the Ikkur is not the physical world. Don't depend on the physical world. Don't rely. Don't get so caught up in the world. <coughs> so you should think a little bit. That the true sir, what's the Maitzah Amiti? Here I am. Now I'm God me. I'm really having Tzahra's. I really have service And I don't even know how to doubt him. I don't even know how to connect that Hashem. That's a Tzahra. Shiesh lo <laughs> hu chayser, Shiesh lo chayser Hashem. Missing closeness to Hashem. That's the truth tzarim. Sometimes a person's physical world has to be pulled out from under, in order to be able to realize that the, that the biggest sorrow is, is that lack of kivus Of course, with certain people, when they go through the, their physical sorrow they just become more obsessed with physical things. That's up to each person. That's doesn't live with Hashem. The last line. Therefore, the truth is. That each and every moment of the day, that a person really has to live every moment of the day in a way of what? That my whole day is davening. You already learned. My whole day davening doesn't mean what the Seder. A person can't live it. They You have to go to work. You have to, you have to go to school. You have to, you have to help in the house. You have to do the things. Means, that I understand that every moment of life not being connected to Gash Baruch was an ace tzara. And therefore my whole life is an ongoing tefillah of karvein Bring me closer to you. That's what means to in the Page Kuf when we open up this sefer Shmoyis, we open up, and we were just in Mitzrayim, slaves. It's a horrible opening. Just the years are going by, and we're stuck as slaves until until we began to daven, until we began vayeyonchu to cry out, Vayezaku, to scream, vatal shavasim, and our tefilas went up. Our screaming went up until we realized that that the greatest are in Mitzrayim was not was not the, the, the pyramids, the building pyramids. The greatest are in Mitzrayim was a life without God. That absence of any Hashem. Without that, Geula couldn't begin. Only when we cried out, we screamed out Tashem and then Shavos, and now went up. That was the beginning of Gula. That was the beginning of redemption. When the, when the bitter herbs and the Mara brought us to crying out to Hashem, not because life was hard. The, a person can take the, the hardships of life, but he can't bear a life without Hashem. A life without Daveni. A life without Dvekis. Rak Yisheim Higiyu Rak Yisheim Higiyu Le Matzev Shel V'Yeonchul Only when we came to that, when we reached that Madrega of V'Yeonchul of Sighin, of, of Krechzin V'Yakutsu We couldn't bear anymore being in that Meitzah living a godless life. El and we screamed out from the depths of our hearts to to take us out of this misery of Mitzrayim, of living a life in the Mitzrayim without you, of being slaves to other people, of being slaves to the body, of being slaves to to to, to a cell phone, to a blackberry, being slaves to other people's opinions, to being slaves to public opinion being slaves to advertisements, being slaves to fashion. Couldn't take it anymore. And we cried out to Hashem, and then Hashem took us out. Only then, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Only when a person feels that the true Mitzah, the true difficulty, the true sorrow, the true narrowness and emptiness that he's in, It's not the Mitzrayim of the physical world. It's not a place called Egypt. And it's not even the Mitzvah of your present physical life that you don't have enough money, you don't have enough food, you don't have a, a husband, you don't have kids, you don't have health, That's not the Mitzvahim. It's not the mitzvah of the physical world. The Mitzvah of life is not feeling Hashem. And from one's heart, there explodes this scream, this tremendous scream, begging Hashem to take me out of this Mitzrayim, of this mitzvah of not having any connection to you. All the other mitzvah of life, it would be nice if you took me out of, but I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it if I have to. 'cause you must have some big union that you're working out with me. But but not to have you, not to have the from that I can't bear. Vaday and when a person when a person really can can ask for that, really, really and truthfully ask for that, then Vadayuskayim Then the next stage, what happened to Mitzrayim, will certainly happen to him. And the tefillas went up to Hashem. And Hashem took them out. And Hashem will take us out. And a person will feel Hashem in his heart. Which is the tachlis. That, that's redemption. That's redemption. Ani Hashem. It's the holy new redemption. Islam that we should be that we should be not enslaved. That we should live in a do what? It's a Tachlis the Raman talks about that what do you think the, what do you think is going to be when Mashiach comes free cable hookup or something what's going to be when Mashiach comes we'll be able to we'll be able to live every moment of our lives with that reality of Ani Hashem with nobody bothering us they'll leave us alone what's the whole Tachlis of having us so Ani Hashem what's the Tachlis of having us Mikdish? Ani Hashem that's that's good. That's good. So that's gula. That's gula. That's the rabban raisa. When the shekhinah came to us, and we had the mishkan. Uh, uh, that, if, if the of that was the purpose of that was the purpose of shrine. Is to have Hashem, even though we didn't get there to Israel yet. But when the shekhinah came to us and we had the mishkan, if a person lives in Kuslowes, far, far away from Yerushalayim. But he lives in a, in a reality of any Hashem, then he's redeemed. It'd be nice to go out the be nice to be protected, but he's already in a place of redemption. And if a person lives, Mamish, a block away from the Kaiser, but he has no Shaykhist, he's from the non redeemed, from the unredeemed. It's not. That's not, not good. The Tachlis is not where you live, the Tachlis is who you live with. If you live with the Baruch Hu, you're redeemed. If you live with Adam, Yom is so that's really what we just learned this Pesach. That's a crash course on Pesach, BeEmes, what Pesach is, and Hashem's book should help us that we should not only talk about it and, and learn it, but we should be able to live it and to feel it. And that in Shittake be a, this Pesach should be should be an opening a Pesach to the to the big Pesach and Hashem that we're all waiting for will we'll be. It will be so obvious to each and every one of us that, that that's the point of being in this world. It's for that one thing of... And Mitzvah Shem should be... We should see great and wondrous things, not only in the world, but in ourselves. And... and to